Hey everybody, it's Kelly Cooper and welcome to episode 219 of the Life Made to Order podcast. The law of attraction and who are you to judge? And what I mean by that question is our mind, stuff happens, right? And we have this filter set up and our mind is constantly judging and evaluating everything that happens. This was good. That was bad. This means this is going to happen. This means that thing's probably not going to happen and so on and so forth, right? And anyone that's, you know, engaging in inner growth, particularly in the context of conscious creation and trying to affect all sorts of change in your external experience, this idea of suspending judgment on what shows up in your life is, is really important from an energetic perspective because you don't really know why anything's happening, especially in the beginning. You don't know how it fits into the big picture. For your mind to declare something bad, especially just because, I mean, when you think about it, the mind's at the core of the mind's judgment system, right? It's like this emotional thing of, well, things that feel good were good. So that was good. I like that. Things that feel bad are bad because, right, this thing made me feel bad. So it's bad and it's a problem because energetically we see the problem with that judgment. It brings us to a bad place emotionally. It brings us to a bad place mentally of like, Again, the judgment of the situation and drawing all these conclusions about what's happening and what it means and why it happened and what it means for all your prospects of achieving all of your goals you have yet to, to reach, right? And it's, it's just a big mess on an emotional level that it creates. And this idea of suspending judgment on manifestations, I mean, this is not some new, like, deep teaching. I mean, this is kind of spirituality, personal growth 101, right? This idea of you know, everything happens for a reason, everything serves a purpose, you know, all that, it kind of falls under the umbrella of that kind of cliched, again, LOA, psych 101, spirituality, personal growth 101 kind of basic stuff that's easy to dismiss with an eye roll or be like, yeah, 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 I know that I've heard that a million times, that's not my problem. But always I like, what I always like to say is, you know, cliches become cliches for a reason. There's a reason you've heard these things so much. There's a reason that ideas like that are some of the first things you learn about in personal growth work. That's the, some of the first ideas that are presented to you is this idea of basically all these different shifts in perception and perspectives and beliefs and looking at things in a different way and starting to, to change that narrative, to change that story, to suspend that judgment. So again, this is not new information, but something that if you're like a normal human being, you may have heard it a million times, but it doesn't mean you're actually living that information, that, percep that perception, that belief is not informing your emotional responses to what's happening in your life. It's not informing how you're looking at the story. It's not informing your narrative, but it's really, really important because again, just because your mind thinks something about a situation, whatever your whatever story your mind is telling, whatever you know that we'll have that filter, and everything that happens gets put through that filter. And again, there's conclusions. There's we're drawing conclusions. We're assigning meaning. We're, we're this is what this means, and this is bad, and this is good. And it's all you know. We don't know. We have to suspend that judgment because. Something that appears bad to your mind doesn't mean it's bad. Again, just because we have a negative emotional response to something, it doesn't automatically make it bad. But that's the, that's the ego mind's main criteria for it's at the core. That's what lies at the core of its judgments, the emotional response to what happens. That felt good, so that's good. This feels bad, so it's bad. And the mind's like, 
you know, the mind's very simplistic in its thinking. So it's that, that evaluation system makes perfect sense to it. It's like, well, that thing happened and it didn't feel good. So clearly it's bad, right? Again, the mind, it's, it's thinking is very simplistic in a lot of ways, which makes it challenging to kind of break through with these other perceptions because to the mind, it's simplistic way of thinking of, the outside world makes me feel this way. So again, the things that I liked are good and the things that I that feel bad are not good. And those are problems that need to be fought against and changed and whatever. But then it's like, that's not really true. You Just because your mind doesn't like what happened doesn't mean anything went wrong. Just because something didn't look like you thought it was going to look doesn't mean anything went wrong. Just because something didn't come through a channel which you maybe expected it to doesn't mean anything went wrong. Just because you took a lot of action to make something happen and you had an expectation that you were supposed to get a certain result from taking this action and then you didn't get that result when you took the action, again, it doesn't mean anything went wrong. And when I talk about this, I'm not talking about, you know, with this idea of suspending judgment and, and paying attention to what's going on in your life and looking at everything differently. I'm not talking about like this deep, constant analysis of your day-to-day -day life and deeply analyzing every situation that happens to you and trying to figure out what does it mean? Because that whole thing, that all just comes from the core. It's fear and control of trying to like manipulate everything and hack this teaching and do all this to try to get what we want because that's usually the motivation for that analysis. And that's not what I'm suggesting at all. It's just keeping this basic idea in mind of just being aware of when your mind is telling bad feeling stories about experiences and it's really going into judgment mode overdrive. And it leads you, this experience is, is leading to you to all these paths and all these different trains of thought and leading you to all these really painful, uh, scary conclusions. Again, this is all, that's just all in your mind. And we have to remember, just because my mind is interpreting it this way, this doesn't mean what this actually means. And like I said before, one of the reasons, too, we have to suspend judgment is we don't know what our journey looks like as it unfolds. You don't know how the path to getting these external things will look. You don't know what the path is going to look like from where you are now to where you end up with the person that you end up marrying, your soulmate that you're looking for. You don't know the path now, what it's going to look like as you heal your relationship with money and what transpires to help you achieve that goal. Because again, the mind, a lot of these things that would appear that would actually be helpful and good because the mind's not going to like them. It's not according to what the mind wanted. The mind doesn't like how it feels. It's going to want to judge the experience when it has no idea that it's actually helpful because the way energy transformation works in the real world, it's not just uh, warm, fuzzy affirmations and let me ask the universe for what I want and let me sit back and get my stuff. In theory, that's what we could do if we didn't have any energetic discord, but the average human has quite a bit. So in the reality of manifesting, a lot of times what happens is things tend to happen to help us clear the energy, to help us heal the energy, to help us create more consistent, positive energy. Things happen to help us do that, that the mind may not like, because in order to do that clearing and that healing, we have to be brought up. We have, we have to be made aware of certain emotions. We have to be made aware of any, any kinks in the vibe that are getting in the way of what we're trying to accomplish. And that tends to happen through things manifesting that mirror that energy back that help us uncover that energy that bring it to our attention. And again, the mind is going to judge it because it doesn't like how it feels, not understanding that 
for example, that financial setback you had that oh, judging, well, that's bad. I'm trying to manifest money and now I lost money and, that's the, and having a money problem. This is a bad thing. This is not what I want. This something went wrong. I'm trying to get more money and I actually just lost more than I, I have even less now than I had before. That's not good. Something went wrong. I'm, I'm going backwards. But what the mind doesn't understand is you have a lot of deep seated money shit that can only be uncovered and brought to the surface by it being triggered by a, an external situation that triggers all of your money shit that you have to work through and, and you have to be aware of. So if that manifestation helps you heal your energy around money and, and purge also all this different crap of fear of survival and unworthy or whatever your money issue is specifically, whatever your unique blend of stuff is in your particular vibe, how could that be a bad thing? Again, just because the mind doesn't like it, it doesn't mean anything went wrong. And certain things happen again, like I said before, we don't know how things are going to unfold. So for us to have this one situation in the middle of the journey and, and, and uh, assign some, this judgment to it that it's bad because we don't like how it feels or it's the exact opposite of what I want. And oh my God, something has gone terribly wrong. It's like, who, how, who are you to judge? Who are you to say that? How do you know that? That's where the trust and the faith comes in because we can't see how the journey will unfold. We can't ever see beyond the present now moment. So to, again, to make all these judgments about what happens along the way, again, just because we don't like how it feels, it didn't go the way we wanted it to. It didn't happen the way I expected it to, that something went wrong. It's like, no, that's bullshit. That's not true. And this idea, right, you can't see ahead. You can't see how everything fits together. An example, let's say right now the person you're dating is the person you're meant to quote unquote end up with, right? Your mind will be like, good, one thing to check off the list. I got my, I got my uh, partner and my marriage. So that's the person you're going to end up with. You're going to marry them. You're going to have this great relationship. You're going to get everything you ever wanted. You know, you're happily ever after. But part of your journey together as a couple to have that wonderful marriage will involve a period of time where you break up and you're not together. And during this time, like a lot of people talk about with breakups and all this, right? You do all this growth and all these wonderful things. So you work through this, the breakup triggers all this stuff for both of you. You do all this work on yourselves and you, all these different things. And you're this new version of each other. You're this new version, each of you are this new person. And you come back together the second time around. You're grown. You're changed. Everything's better. The relationship is better. You're both better as people. You're both better together. And again, that's part of your journey on your way to your happily ever after with this person. So that breakup that the judge, the mind would judge as bad was quote unquote good because it actually played a very important role in getting what you ultimately wanted, which was to have this not only the relationship in general, but your ego mind wanting that specific person. And that's where the trust and faith comes in because in reality, right, you wouldn't be privy to all that information about the future. You wouldn't know, you wouldn't know those outcomes. You, you wouldn't know how it's all going to unfold again, right? You're not privy to that unfolding of events in reality. So again, that's where the trust and faith come in that whatever's happening in the moment is what's supposed to be happening and that nothing went wrong again, simply for the sheer fact that your mind doesn't like how it felt. Cause look at that example, right? How would the mind judge that? Something went terribly wrong because the relationship ended and you wanted a relationship. So that wasn't supposed to happen. 
you really want your ego mind really wants that person specifically. So something now you're not with that person specifically. That's terrible. That's a, a tragedy. That's a travesty. Oh, how terrible. We're not together. We're such an amazing couple. We should be together. How would the mind judge it? And again, in that scenario, that is part of helps come, come together, help shape what you are ultimately after. You're meant to be with this person and you will get back together at some point. You're going to have a great relationship. But the only way to have had that great relationship is to have had that time apart. But again, the mind is not privy to all of that information in reality. We don't know the future. We don't know how all the pieces fit together. Again, we can't see beyond the present moment. Two seconds from now, something life-changing could happen to me. I don't know. I can like, you know what I'm saying? Like some weird thing happens with my body or I get some bad news, right? A phone call. Doesn't You don't know, right? We don't know beyond this second what's going to happen. So we have to have the trust and faith that everything is working out as it should. And again, LOA, personal growth, spirituality, psych 101 type BS. That's easy to roll our eyes and dismiss it. But again, like I always like to say, cliches are cliches for a reason, there's a universal truth to them. There's a, a, the, a there's aspects of the human experience. There's aspects of human tendencies that it's just it's across the board. It, it applies to everybody. There are lots of struggles we have that are very common to most humans, right? Psychology is like the study of human behavior, and a lot of these behaviors are not just like small percentages of people. There are like things that generally everybody tends to do that are very common, and it doesn't make them any less profound or important in your own journey. So yeah, who are you to judge? Who are we to judge? Suspending judgment, obviously in an LOA context is um, very helpful because again, energetically, there's a lot of power in going with the flow, accepting things as they are, accepting what happens, trusting there's a greater good at play, trusting that this, uh, there's a purpose to this experience that there's an opportunity in this experience, no matter how bad it feels, no matter how much my mind doesn't like, no matter how much I think ego personality self me thinks something went wrong, there's another way to look at this. And just because my mind is telling a very specific story about this right now, my mind is perceiving a problem. It doesn't mean that it's true. We have to be willing to accept, we have to be willing to embrace the idea that there's other things at play that what the, what the mind is seeing is inaccurate. The mind's filter is not a great filter through which to evaluate our human experience. Like I always talked about, we have like those two thought systems, essentially ego thought system and spirit thought system, spirit thought system. There's no judgment of anything. There's no resistance. There's a, a and, and I'm not just talking about non-judgment from a LOA perspective of don't get upset about things. Um, you know, everything serves a positive purpose and keep your head up and everything's okay. But judgment of any, of anything like total, like non-duality, like there's no good, bad, right, wrong, appropriate, inappropriate. It's everything's neutral. Nothing has any inherent meaning or worth or value, right? It's, it's just all equal and it's, it's meaninglessness. You might think of it in that way or whatever. So, you know, from an LOA manifesting type perspective, because I know that's you know, most people, their main concern in all of this work is you're very concerned with your external world and the comfort and safety of your human body and, and meeting all of its wants and needs and its preferences and, and keeping it comfy and safe and, you know, having everything it wants, having a good experience here. And that's okay. And, you know, if that's so important to you, ideas like this will make that journey much more fruitful for you of all the stuff you're trying to get or all the changes you're trying to make in your life. Because 
energetically, there's power to that non-judgment because in that non-judgment, there's faith and trust and acceptance. There's ego, there's surrender of like the ego thought system and, and, and using everything, uh, using that filter to evaluate everything. And so, cause think about how many times in your life have you probably experienced this? It's like I said before, you can't see the whole picture in the moment. But looking back, you see certain things that you thought were bad actually like ended up being good. And it's like, oh, yeah, you know, it's like I was really bummed when I didn't get that job opportunity that my mind was super attached to because my mind was convinced that was the best representation of what I wanted. And it was super latched onto that and convinced that was it. And then I didn't get it. And I was super disappointed thinking, oh, I'll never get my dream job and all my rights. It was just attached to this one representation of the manifestation. And then because you didn't get that job, you ended up continuing your job search and your interviewing process. And then you ended up with an even better job that you wouldn't have gotten that job if you had gotten the other job that your mind was so upset about that you didn't get and thought something had gone terribly long because it didn't get what it wanted specifically. It's like, oh yeah, look at that. Like I said, this is a, this experience, this is not some like kind of deep complex perspective or like, wow, that's amazing. I never thought it. I'm sure most of you would be like, yeah, this idea is, is very familiar to me. I've actually experienced this many times in my life, right? But again, when you look back at it, at the time, you couldn't see all of that unfolding. At the time, you didn't get that job and you were so bummed about it. You couldn't see that that opportunity falling through opened you up to an opportunity that was even better representation that was even more in alignment with what you wanted in a job. But it, you had to, so you would have to trust in faith in that, have trust and faith in that idea because at the time you wouldn't know that. Because at the time your mind, again, because it felt bad about what happened, it was judging the situation as bad. And just because it didn't get the specific thing it had its, sets, its sights set on externally, that specific job, that specific person, again, it wants to tell you that something went wrong because it didn't get what it wanted. The ego mind thinks the LOA is all about manipulating reality to, its pref to meet its preferences very specifically, and that's not what it is. So again, just because your mind didn't like what happened doesn't mean anything went wrong. Who are we to judge? Who are we to judge a situation as good and bad? Especially as that, as that relates to a very uh, achieving a very specific goal or as especially as it relates to moving towards something in what we see as is the future over time that hasn't happened yet. And thinking, well, this, this situation, and we, we assign this whole judgment to it about what it means moving forward and our prospects of these other things happening that haven't happened yet. Because this thing kind of came and screwed it up. It, it threw us off track, got us off schedule. This was bad. Again, we have to remember just because our mind doesn't like something, it doesn't mean anything went wrong. Just because something did not work out the way your mind wanted it does not mean anything went wrong. Just because you didn't get what you wanted doesn't mean anything went wrong and that the LOA doesn't work or something went wrong or you did something wrong. Again, who are you to judge? And on the same vein of who are you to judge kind of related to this situation is who are we to say we know for sure what we want because we don't. Our ego mind is really still, for most of us, deep into our personal growth work. For most of us, our mind is, our mind is still running the show. Our, we're still doing this work largely in service of our ego wants. And it could take a while. We can get pretty deep in the journey still operating from that space. I know that that was my experience. I feel like I'm, I've moved away from that largely. 
in, in, you know, the last few years, but you know, it's still there. I get it. I'm a human too. I'm not some enlightened being. I don't have, you know, this, um, immense mastery of my mind. I'm not engaging in mind training, you know, six hours a day, like a spiritual monk or someone, a person of that nature would be doing. So I get it. I, I really do get it. But, you know, so that's another thing too, to kind of, kind of pairs with this idea is who am I to say that I know for sure what I want? You don't, we don't, we think we know, but we really don't know. We think we know what's best for us. Again, and this is all based on not going within and, and listening to our heart and that sort of guidance. It's all ego mind driven about what the mind wants, all the external stuff the mind wants. And it's okay. You want stuff. It's fine. There's no reason for it not to show up, but it shows up more easily and in, in the best forms and in the most aligned ways when we're open to what that all looks like, when we're open to the idea of, you know what, I kind of don't really know what I want in a way. I think I do, but ultimately I don't really know. And this is another thing too that you might have experienced personally. This is something that happened. Something happened in a, a very unexpected way, a way that you thought you wouldn't have liked, but then you actually liked it. You're like, actually, you know what? This is better. I thought this would have been bad, but this is actually the better way that this could have turned out for me. I didn't think I would like this thing, but I really liked it. That's I'm sure that's happened to a lot of people. Or how many times have, has something happened to you or you were presented with some kind of opportunity to do something you never would have even occurred to you. You never even would have thought you liked it. But then you were like, oh my God, I really like that. I never would have thought that. I, this is something that was never even on my radar. This was something I never even thought to want, but it's really cool. That's so again, this is kind of, you know, a little bit, you know, paired with that, right? Is, you know, suspending the judgment. And then also, because that's another thing too, how it pairs together, because the thing you thought you wanted that didn't work out, maybe you didn't like, you didn't, uh, it wouldn't have made you happy anyway. So it's easier to deal with the situation if we're willing to embrace a perspective where, okay, human me right now is disappointed that this thing didn't work out because I thought it was something I wanted and I liked it, but maybe I wouldn't have liked it because I actually don't really know what I want. So when I'm getting all bent out of shape about a very specific thing not happening, a specific opportunity, a specific uh, whatever that my mind was so convinced that's the job for you. That's the whatever for you. It's like, I actually don't know that for sure. And I wouldn't know that for sure unless it actually happened, but it doesn't look like it's going to happen. But then, but if I can concede the fact that I have no idea if that would have made me happy or not, then it's easier to deal with it not happening because you won't feel as upset that you're missing out on some convinced you're missing out on some amazing thing that would have been so great for you. But when in reality, it would have been like, maybe you would have been like, oh yeah, I don't really know if I would have liked that or not. Like you don't know, right? Until it happens. So yeah, who are you to judge? Who are we to judge? The situation, well, that's bad. It didn't, it's like, says who? You don't know. You don't know how that, that situation fits into a bigger term pattern of something going on in your life. And that, again, my example of the breakup, the ego mind would judge that breakup as something having gone terribly wrong because it didn't like what happened. It didn't want the relationship to end and the relationship ended. Something happened that it didn't want. So it's bad. When in reality, that breakup was part in the larger scheme of things that breakup played a very integral role in what you ultimately want manifesting, manifesting the relationship again, and your ego mind gets the specific person they wanted on top of it. Look at that. 
But like I said before, and it's really important to remember this, that's where the trust and the faith comes in because we're not privy to that information. And in, in, in reality, we wouldn't know that. You don't know that that's what's going to happen. So it's like you have to have trust and faith that everything's kind of happening as it should and just trying to suspend judgment on it because you don't know how everything fits in together. And like I said before, the mind's evaluation system of using uh, its emotional reactions as the basis of its judgment, that's not a good way to look at things. Because again, just because the mind didn't like it doesn't mean anything went wrong. The mind wouldn't like that breakup. But the breakup is the very thing that will bring the two of you back together and you're going to have an amazing relationship and you'll have your happily ever after like you've always wanted. So again, not being privy to that information, the mind, you see the mind would be judging that situation as bad when it, in reality it was not bad. But you don't know that ahead of time. So again, the trust and the faith, you know, I'm, I'm repeating a lot of this stuff here because this is really one of the biggest sources of our energetic discord. This is what slows things down. We don't stay in the flow of the process. All the judgment takes us out of the flow because we're like, well, no, that was bad. I didn't like it. I mean, in my own experience, right, my biggest breakthroughs with money came not from a affirming wealth or abundance or I found some amazing program that helped me manifest money or any of that bullshit it came from having severe financial problems that triggered all my money shit then it, it triggered it so deeply and it was so in my face and money it causes such visceral like really strong energy because there's so much fear attached to it it really triggers like our lizard brain caveman primal survival shit like money is no money equals death kind of thing that's what fixed my relationship with money but do you think at the time my mind recognized that? No, of course. Its initial reaction was like, oh my God, this is bad. Obviously something's wrong with my end. I'm trying to get more money and I'm having more money problems. This is the opposite. I want it. Something's gone wrong. It's like, no, nothing's gone wrong. For most of us, you know, kind of, it's kind of the nature of how things work here. There's usually some kind of external pressure that needs to be applied to us that kind of gets us moving in the direction we need to go. We have to have stuff happen to us that triggers all the feelings that we're suppressing and we're not willing to deal with. But then something happens again that brings them to the surface so viscerally. It's like technically you still could continue to ignore them, but it gets much, much harder. And most people, they won't. And they'll probably start uh, embracing it to some degree because it's so in your face, right? So in those situations, my mind would have judged all these money. Well, that's bad. You're supposed to be attracting money, not losing it. You're supposed to be getting more money, not more financial problems and losing more money. It's like, but those were the very experiences that helped heal my relationship with money in very profound ways because they forced me into spaces that I needed to go. The deep, all that deep, the unworthiness and the fear and the scarcity and the, all that deep shit we're conditioned with that all this heavy energy we have around money affirmations and all that other shit. Yeah, that's great. But for a lot of us, that's not what's going to do the job. It's not the activation of the positive energy. It's dealing with the negative energy. So we'll all off tangent there, but you see what I'm saying, right? We have to be willing to suspend judgment on these manifestations because a lot of the things that are going to show up for you that are going to be the most helpful, they're probably not going to be, the ego mind is not going to like them because again, the ego mind is not going to like these situations because they feel bad and it's going to lock on to that judgment of bad feeling equals bad circumstance. Something went wrong because I do not like how this feels. Because like I said, the reality of manifesting is we have to usually um, sort through some shit. A lot of our energy, a lot of us, it's like, um, 
I kind of, I think of the visual I think of when I think of our energy is like a, a tangled box of Christmas, a tangled, uh, a tangle of Christmas lights shoved in the box, right? Every, every year people take down their decorations and the lights are all tangled and shit. Like that's like what our energy is. And we have to untangle and unwind all of that. That's part of the journey. And that's fine. That's part of the journey. If you're not afraid of the feelings, you'll be fine. It's our resistance to the feelings that causes the problem. But if you're comfortable with the idea that I have some shit in my energy, that I need to deal with in order to improve my finances, improve my health, lose the weight, get the relationship, forgive my mom, uh, do this, do that. It's like, oh, cool, no problem. But on the other side of that is all that peace and well-being that I'm craving. That's what I actually only care about anyway, not all the stuff. My mind only cares about the stuff because my mind thinks the stuff will give me those feelings. It's like, you're fine. You're golden. You've, you've all, if you decide you're going to deal with your feelings and, and, and really embrace these perceptions that keep your energy on a more even kilter, that keep it a little cleaner, a little more stable, you've already succeeded because that all comes down to conscious choice. You just choose what you believe. So right now, it's just conscious choice. Right now, if there's a situation happening that you don't like and your mind is judging it in such a way that it's bad, are you willing to suspend that judgment and realize, be realize, you know what, right now, I don't really know what this situation is for yet, maybe. I don't really know the purpose it serves. Just because I, ego, personality, self, me does not like it does not mean it's bad. Because that's our one of our biggest problems. You know, we're so used to evaluating things based on that feeling response, the ego mind feeling response. And then it's like, well, again, and it's, it's simplistic thinking is, okay, this thing happened. And then I got this bad feeling. So it's bad. This thing happened. And because that thing happened, I now can't do this other thing that I wanted to do that I think needed to be done, that needed to be happened, that, that needed to be whatever. Oh, that's bad. That's wrong. And it's like, you don't know. Like a, a big part of this, right? A big, re, you know, one of the big examples of this, how the mind does this is the mind tends to get very attached to like specific channels through which the things you want can come. It has this vision of how these things will unfold, where it's going to come from, how it's going to uh, enter into your life. And maybe it's right about that, or maybe it's not. So then when it doesn't happen the way your mind, it doesn't come through the channel your mind thinks it was supposed to come through. Again, it judges it something went wrong, but it's like, who's to, it's nothing went wrong. It's just, that's not the way it was going to happen. And just because you wanted it to happen that way, or you thought that's how it was going to happen. Doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. Nothing went wrong just because it didn't go according to your plan. So like I said before, this suspending of judgment is really important because a lot of us, the journey is going to involve stuff happening that is not bad. It's fine. It's good, actually, because it helps get you where you want to be, but your mind's not going to like it. When I was having all those severe financial problems, I was living off credit cards and getting cash advances to pay rent and, and shit like that. Yeah, I didn't feel good. I wasn't feeling great. It was hard not to judge that experience sometimes, but I was... but. That was one of the first, that situation that happened to me probably about 10 years ago now, when I was first started traveling abroad, you know, I'd lost some of my, you know, I had some sources of income that kind of, there was an abrupt change in circumstances and I had been dependent on this and, you know, kind of went away virtually overnight. Not a lot. Like it was me and my husband, we were broke. We were really broke. Luckily we were living in a country at the time that was relatively low cost of living, but still, yeah, like that didn't feel good. My mind was judging that something has gone terribly wrong, especially with all my knowledge of the LOA. How could I have found myself in this situation? 
But just like anybody, just because I had an intellectual understanding of these teachings, it doesn't mean I had been fully living them and applying them at their the depth, at the degree that I, I ideally would have been as someone that believed it and it was on a journey like that. So yeah, there was all sorts of judgment there. But in the long run, that situation triggered some of my deepest stuff. The fear of loss and of being, you know, just your whole world falling apart without money. Where are you going to live? How are you going to eat? Again, that really survival type stuff. The deep shame I felt about my finances and thinking, God, if anybody knew what was happening right now, I'd be so embarrassed. All of that. And all of that was courtesy of a situation my mind did not like. That my mind judged very harshly as something having gone terribly wrong. But it was the very situation that working through all of that on the other side of that experience was manifesting multiple. At the time, I was doing freelance writing, uh, manifesting about three opportunities within a week of each other. And I started making more money than I ever had made previously working very part time. And again, like the example with the relationship at the time that I was broken, living off credit cards and like not even letting myself get a $5 massage, which was super depressing because I love Thai massages and I love that they're only $5. Like I was so in poverty consciousness and at the, in hindsight, I should have let myself do stuff like that. But in the moment, right, I was very, my energy was in a very different place, but just like the example with the relationship at the time that I was going through that extreme poverty and like that extreme lack of money, my mind was not privy to the, the, the journey. My mind at the time, my mind had no way of knowing that that journey on the other side of it, I was actually going to end up with more financial success and earning money with greater ease than I ever had. So I had to trust the process and I had to trust that everything I was going through, knowing what I knew about energy, all of the stuff it was bringing up and my working on it, I knew that that was going to have a positive benefit because I understood enough about the teaching to know like, yeah, like I know this is what I need. I know this is what needs to be done. But again, in the moment, I'm not privy, I wouldn't be privy to that outcome. I wouldn't know that was going to happen. So that's where the trust and the faith come in. You don't know. Everything serves a purpose in the sense that anything bad that happens to us, if everything's perception and we're feeling badly, it means we're perceiving the situation in a way that's causing us pain. So every painful situation has a potential for growth because every painful situation presents an opportunity for a perceptual shift that makes us feel better. So in that very core way, every bad situation serves a purpose because it gives us an opportunity to play with our perceptions and explore our perceptions and get to choose which one we want to entertain more consistently and more predominantly. So yeah, who are you to judge? Who are we to judge? This is the energetic benefit of suspending judgment. When you think about it, it's there. it brings a calmness, a stability to your energy. There's a, a peace in surrendering to what is now, understanding like, okay, the situation, you know, it's happening. Energy is playing out right now. There's something here for me. And like I said before, a lot of us, we need to have these sorts of manifestations to get in better alignment with the realities we prefer because we need to purge certain energies and transform certain energies. And the only way we'll be alerted to them is by having things happen that push those buttons. So it's all good. We suspend the judgment. So yeah, that's it, guys. I hope you enjoyed this. Have a great day or night. And for more content, products, and information about my coaching, head on over to livelifemadetoorder.com. Bye-bye.